and welcome to episode 364 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where a small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And, prepare for my best pre- presenter voice, calling it live from TCAF 2022, it's Tony Esmond. Hello, it's uh, 5.09am. It is. So he's he's not on the shop floor of a comic convention at the moment. No, No, we did it early so I could record with you. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Um, we're not going to tell you what state of undress he's in. You'll just have to think about that for yourself. Completely. (laughs) You did say you had it out on the pillow. Yeah, I'm almost inside out. I'm that undressed. Hang on, what? (laughs) I think he's talking about the laptop. I was about to say. uh, I'm so naked, I'm inside out, babes. You know. Oh, that is... I, I'm, I'm having a nightmare awake. <laughs> oh, I've never been so aroused. Welcome to the show, everyone. Um, as you can tell, we are in different parts of the world, but the show's still here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tony's always close to our hearts, so isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes closer than we want. Um, <laughs> but, but, yes, there's no guest this week. It's just us three. We've got some questions. We've got some comics talk and probably no day a lot last. We just felt like having a laugh this week and talking about comics and the joy of it. And, uh, yeah, we'll get a catch up on the adventure that is... We've already heard a couple of stories that you'll never hear. So I, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, there's a few more of those when I see you next time. Yeah. That last <laughs> one from Falpy made me laugh yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah, that is the yeah. funniest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so, but if you want to know, then you'll have to just next time you see a set of convention, ask. Um, um but, only you can only ask if you buy one of our comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you check out our lovely sponsor, Comic House. Yes. Oh no! Comic House is an it is the indie comic mark marketplace that loves indie comics as much as we do, and we love them quite a lot because um, yes. we've done three hundred plus episodes of this bloody show. Uh, <laughs> but if you go to comichouse dot com, you can see there's a huge selection of titles on the database. If you self publish, you can uh, add yours to the great database as well. It's being added to you all the time. They have an amazing digital app, which is uh, well worth checking out. There's loads of stuff being added to it. It's basically like Netflix for comics, so it's only like three pounds a month. You get and you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics that you can read whenever and wherever you want. Like when you're traveling, because now that most people are traveling again, um, there's more time to read comics. Yeah, and reading it on the plane, it's good. There you go. Nice. So, and yeah. what sort of stuff is on there at the moment, Dan? Uh, we've got Tom Long's Post issue zero and, and newly uploaded. We've got a drawn and DIY uh, volume one. Drawn Under the Influence. Uh, it's nice a 54-page large-format comic book anthology. The project emerged from the community surrounding the Awesome Comics podcast. I've heard of them. During the pandemic <laughs> lockdown, as a result of <laughs> excess drunken enthusiasm at a Zoom-based ACP Drink and Draw event, which we're going to circle back to later in the show. Uh, it features 17 short stories on various themes, some funny, some sad, some a little near the knuckle, some batshit crazy by 26 talented creators, which I'm not going to list all 26 right now. But uh, Volume 2 is currently in the works by our friend Eamon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yes. that should be... And the money goes to um, uh, a female of domestic abuse charity, doesn't it? The money, yes. if you go and look at it on Comic House, you'll be raising money for the charity, uh, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Because it's yeah. long sold out. I mean, it, it sold out very quickly. Yeah. So this is the only way you're going to get it, really. Yeah. yeah, 
yeah so definitely check it out and help a good cause as well and you can check check out that and more on comic house there's a 14 day free trial as well so go to comichouse.com today and find out more and thank you to them as always for sponsoring this show cheers pete yeah, yeah, the week. Yeah, yeah yeah and helping us keep the lights on i mentioned this now because i'm trying to in case i forget it later on the show there's a drink and draw this friday on june 24th Oh, so cool. if you're about we're gonna we're gonna try and join it from the hero's floor on my ipad wow that's the God. plan so that's gonna, we'll, we'll, that's a selling point yeah me adam and um cliff are gonna like to turn the, the ipad on so that and have a chat and then turn it around so people can see what the convention's like over oh, there fantastic. like live so that'd be quite funny yeah nice so that will be um friday june the 24th um at this chucklehead our lovely tom curry is the host with the most when it comes to these drinking draws. So contact him, yep. find out, find out more on our social media, etc. And uh, yeah, join us on Friday. Um, so without further, let's get stuck into it. Tony, how it's... did they let you in? <laughs> Wait, do you know what it was? Oh, you'll laugh at this. So there's all this stuff you have to do around COVID passes and down. Every you know yeah. you've got to download an app if you want to do a wee these days, don't you? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I know you had to do one for part of your car to come and have a coffee with me the other day. Yeah. The uh, so <laughs> uh, the the um so we we get all the way through. It's actually quite smooth at Toronto Airport, you know. And uh, they give you this. You have to go to the visa machine, and then it, it gives you this slip of paper that's the printer's like virtually you can't see it. You know, it's running out of ink, and and you have to show that on your way through. So some lazy dude sitting in a chair um, in customs, and and I walk up and go hello. Like that and he goes slip like that so i give it to him and he goes what are you doing in the country and i went oh and i was all, all enthusiastic all friendly and i said oh i'm here for a comic convention he went goodbye <laughs> <laughs> and i just walked on yeah welcome okay. to canada welcome yeah. to canada yeah <laughs> yeah so it was all right but um yeah it was actually fairly smooth actually getting yeah. in it was all right yeah yeah so this is this is for TCAF, which stands for, I believe, the Toronto Comics and Arts Festival. Is it? Is that what that stands for? Is that kid? TCAF? That's right. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just made that up. Well done, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, so it's a two-day event. We set up on the Friday because it's it's in a big library, um, like a massive, in, you know, um, in the city in Toronto. There's this sort of five-story library, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's actually free to get in because they didn't want to charge it. So. You, there, there is a double edge to that because you'll be sitting there and there's all these comic people about and then the mad people who sit in the library and surf porn you know or yeah. far-right extremism in the back of the library you know they are sort of coming through shouting and stuff so we've had a couple of like mad people walk past and shout at us and things but um on that it's, it's absolutely like super busy and it's, it's a lovely venue you know really is and then there's like a library shop that tcaf take over and it's just like a, a massive comic shop wow oh, is, this, is this usually where it takes place yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, the, the venue, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. So I think the either the complete people who run it or the sort of co-runners are the people who run the local comic shop, which is the Beguiling, which we went to on the Friday morning, mm. and that's a hell of a shop, man. That's um, that's just. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute, maybe. What a shop! I was really impressed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's like, I think there's three levels with comic. Um, like tables, you know, like stools and stuff. And then there's some, there's sort of various talk rooms and signing rooms and stuff like that. It's a big deal. For those who have been to LCAF, I'd put it as a, a, a big LCAF kind of thing. Okay. 
it's that sort of vibe to it. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it's... Because uh, we've heard it, we've heard the name quite quite a few times over the yeah. years. Yeah. It's kind of the, the name for indie small press, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so certainly there's a lot of um, people from the UK and Europe and stuff that do visit there as well, even though it is all the way over in Toronto. Yeah. I know how Al Henderson's been over to visit, yeah. I think. You know, nice. he, yeah. he was asking yeah. me about it the other day. So what what is I mean we talk about comic conventions all all the time and how they're set up and the vibe and um, what's the, I mean you're in the midst of it as we speak yeah yes, um, we're about to start our second day yeah so we did the first day yesterday um, set up it's a weird one it's set up you know when you do thought bubble you can set up at like six p.m. Yes. the previous night or something like that yeah the problem with this place is because it's a library you can't set up till like nine I think nine thirty fuck okay wow so. Yeah, so I got in there, and they it's 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 really well organised. I'll be honest, with you, like super well organised, and um, they so the beguiling who run it, you can send your books to their warehouse, and then at nine thirty depends when you set up. The smaller tables have to set up at ten pm, but we could set up at nine thirty. Um, the the staff at the TCAF will deliver your books to your table. Oh, nice! So they come around with a trolley. Well, they ended with a no, brother ended up on four trolleys, you know. Um, and we, because we had a big double table thing, but they, they said, oh, "I've got your books here," and then you help them unload them off the trolley, you know. Oh, you, check, nice. you check they're there, and they say, "Oh, thanks a lot." And then they want, and they're they're like super nice people, like so, really uh, friendly. How long did it take yeah. to you uh, to set up the table? Oh, mate, hours. Well, we had a few delayed flights going in. So Neve, the editor, the commissioning editor from Nobra, she was a bit late, so she was getting a bite to eat. So I I started. And I mean, it took me half an hour just to undo all the boxes and see what was in each of them, you know. Mm. Um, and then we sort of we, we managed to all sort of muck in and get it done eventually. Um, and then we sort of finished it up the following day. But it's it's a weird one because it's quite um, a hipster indie comic convention, but it opens mm. at nine a.m. Um, can you imagine trying to open hipster comic conventions in? Surely you know, they're England? queued. Surely they're queued up at coffee shops for hours. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, there's a few empty tables, my friend. You know, we even. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? We won't Bloody say hell! Them, comic comic events that open at eleven normally have loads yeah. of empty tables. I know. Well, do you remember that those people near us at um, Thought Bubble who didn't get into like half twelve? Do you remember? Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. There was bad traffic. What in the mile it took you to drive from the hotel? You know, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yes, yeah, so we're on the ground floor. So there's a couple of bigger publishers, um, um, Silver Sprocket down there. Fanographics have got a big, a big setup drawn and quarterly are there. Um, we're on the and and we're in this big square, but it's a bit like it was at, um, Thought Bubble last year, where there's a lot of space behind the table, so you're not crammed in. Which That's is nice. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're we're right next to the turnstiles to get in with a sort of, sort of first table you come to. And it is absolutely mad. It's so busy. We we don't get a moment to breathe, you know, to walk away. We were almost like at one point, Jake, who's the, who's works in our American office, Jake Shapiro. He was sort of organising who could get away when because we are so busy, you know. Mm. Um, so you had to like pick your time and then sort of leg it off and leg it back after grabbing a sandwich, you know. Um, That's we great, got though. To, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and we got. Um, We've got two people signing, so we've got. Um, oh, they're both honestly cracking company. We've got uh, Isabel Roxas, who I think has become my sidekick, um, <laughs> who does a book called The Adventures of Team Pom. Squid happens. This sort of kids comic thing, which is great. She's a great artist, and she's hilarious. Um, so she's she's been signing all day and just sketching and everything. So it's almost got that European vibe where you're sketching everything, you know. Yeah. 
um, and for free. And then Alexis Deakin, who we know from Geish, we've repackaged those books. Um, and there, then there's an extra bit onto them. And he's he literally, I said, mate, you got you got to get a break. You know, you're drawing a figure, you know, a character in the front of each book, and we couldn't restock the table quick enough. Yeah, it was like, and he, the, these two guys really putting the hours in, mm. you know, and funny with it, just chatting to people was just hilarious, you know. Um, so I'm sort of stood next to Alexis doing, so I'm doing like the adult end of the table, and um, Kelsey, who's, who's an, another member of staff, is doing the um, the sort of more sort of um, flying eye books, you know, like the Hilda, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Okay. She's down yeah. the other end of the table. <clears throat> But the, we left last night looking and thinking, where are we going to get more books from? This is really bare now. Oh, yeah. shit. It, it's just like an, a, an assault of people, like queuing up, looking at books, chatting to us. Buying I wonder if it would be a bit more quieter today being it's the Sunday. But maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, obviously, Neve said to me, Tony, are you going to be here on time? Because I know that you, you'll probably have to get to church, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the ground floor. And it, um, also, you, there's a lot of... Um, Little indie publisher distro people. So Eddie's got a table with a lot of with a lot of new, really good stuff on there. He's got a new book out called Medal by Mark Wagner, um, which I read over breakfast yesterday. Um, the, the advantage of sharing an Airbnb with Eddie is you get all his new products. You know what I mean? He, oh, I got in the morning and he left me a copy of the book on the chair to read, and it, and that is outstanding. We really, I really got to get get you guys a copy by Mark Wagner. It's just this shaky cane. It's like shaky cane did a sort of noir burglar story just genius okay that sounds great yeah a4 um yeah so he's got a table upstairs and adam's on that table with him sort of helping out and it's all around a big so there's a big sort of central balcony that looks over looks down to the main floor if you see what i mean so the 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 balcony it all has tables around it um but the guest list is probably not what you'd expect from a major con that it's not really guest heavy you know, we, you know, you know, New York or even an MCM comic bit, you'd expect like a massive name, like you know, John Romita Jr. or yes, someone like that. Yeah. You know, it's not that at all. I'd say probably, and this this goes to show how long we've been running. Is the main one of the main guests is Tilly Walden. Mm, um, wow. Yeah, I remember little Tilly, don't you? Yeah, did that interview yeah. and accused her of being in Blades of Glory. You know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't seen her to be fair. I think she's been off doing sign panels and stuff um seth's there so i'm big who i still haven't seen um, but i do want to find him before i go because i like his stuff so you um, haven't had much of a chance to actually get out yourself and see the not con. really man no. no not i've we've me and neve dashed around to so i can introduce her to a couple of people uh, you know late yesterday afternoon and i managed to literally leg it around at one point more just to touch base with you know see how the new day basement comics go and stuff like that um the benjamin mara's there um I don't know if you remember the variant cover we did for her too. So Ben Benjamin Myers, I'm going to say probably the biggest name in indie comics in the States at the moment, especially in sort of underground outlaw stuff. Um, massive, massive line to get to his table, which was at the Fanographics table. Fanographics are the, are the hotness guys out here. I really do think that, you know. Okay. They're the, the people that, the more people like us aspire to be published by, I think. Yeah. Um, and they've got some great books. Um, weirdly, just out of the blue, I'm standing at the table, and do you know that the artist Ryan Dunleavy? He did Action yeah. Philosophers with Fred yeah. Van Lenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes over to buy a book, and I went, "Oh right, you're Fred Dunleavy. Didn't you know you're here?" And he went, "Now I've got a table over there with Fred Van Lenty, so they're both here." Um, 
But obviously, Fred Lenti is known for stuff like the Hulk and Archer and Armstrong mm. and stuff like that. But he's more selling um, action philosophers. Yeah. And all those series that they did with with um, with Ryan. So they're both there. I've got, I've got I've had a good chat with um, Ryan yesterday. I've got, I'd quite like to go over and meet Fred Lenti. I've not met him before. Uh, Sean Crystal's here. Um, I think those who know Ink Pulp Audio, he did a sort of podcast, great artist. Um, <clears throat> and I got to spend some time yesterday with Ramon Perez from A Tale of Sand and many other things. He's done something. Tom Curry was saying he's done some Star Wars stuff as well. Um, so I got, I got, uh, <laughs> you know, when I've photographed with creators, I like to do that as if you like a fighting fist. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't go down very well with someone walking past. You know, they were like looking at me, but uh, yeah, I got a picture with him. He was good oh, company, actually. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, what yeah. do you mean didn't go down very well? What are you doing? It's just... got a bit of a funny look because, <clears throat> you know, I do that thing where boxers do where they hold their yeah. fist up. Yeah. You know, yeah. I did that and they're like. But normally you've got a big cheesy grin on your face. Yeah. Toxic masculinity, can, my friend. That's can me. you ever get a photo taken with a, bo- oh. a boxer without the other person doing that fist up as well? So you've not done a day's boxing in your life, but. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You hold the fist yeah, yeah. up. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Send it to our Henderson. He says, "Yeah, it does look like you're about to hit him." Yeah. <laughs> Not you're going to, but there's it can it can always happen. So don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a, it's an interesting scene of punters. Um, there's a few guys um, wandering around in you know gig t-shirts and you know Cerebus t-shirts and stuff like that. But it's a real mixture, mostly um, mostly sort of thirty-five and under. I'd say. Okay. You know. Yeah. Inter- I said about that whole pink cat lady with the NFTs. You were saying that people walk yeah. around with no to NFT badges. On- yeah, I've seen quite a few people with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we were laughing at me because, you know, oh, look at my badge. Yeah, we said no to NFTs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but look at my badge. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well done. Stand yeah, on well the front you. lines there, fucking fighting a good fight wearing a badge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um there's I almost got a bit broken yesterday by the oh my god crowd, you know. I know mean, I can't I can't yeah I can't I can't bear that sort of no. yeah. anime enthusiasm thing, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah, mostly a lot of people who want to talk to you about the craft and stuff as well. Uh, a lot of okay. nice, yeah. A lot of crazy. You know, there's a lot of people you'll get in a conversation, sell a book to them, they'll go, oh, I'm a creator too. Yeah, I was um, about I'm, to say I'm, it if there's if there's yeah. creators who are did uh, I'm not sure this is a thorny uh, issue, but you know uh Hamish Steele's uh, Dead End went on Netflix with Dead End over like yeah. the last couple of days. Are you is no brow stock in Dead End No. No, okay. No, we've got um Pantheon, his previous okay. book, but we're not stocking mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why they changed the name for for Netflix. I d I don't know why they did, because that's like that is clickbait for a bad review, man. You know, yeah. Netflix face Netflix faces dead end with new TV series. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't think about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've seen some of it. It's not my thing. Man. No. No. I don't want to be negative on the show, but definitely not my thing. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's just not yeah. not your thing, which is fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if I was maybe a four year old girl, it might be my thing. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only inside, Tony. Only inside. <laughs> Best thing to do is, is to tell people the stuff you don't like via social media always works yeah <laughs> yeah if you can yeah, yeah. there's not, yeah. Enough, there's not enough negativity on social media I find yeah uh, I love I love people who might actually say I don't really like something and then they get dogpiled by going you toxic yeah. hater well yeah. I only sort of didn't like something you know yeah. I mean, that's not corporations fair. couldn't buy that kind of thing back in the day in the 80s if you said Coke or Pepsi I don't really care 
if you went oh nowadays you said oh pepsi i was you scum you yeah. fucking scum yeah. <laughs> i stand for pepsi I stand. Yeah. it's like that isn't yeah. it yeah yeah <laughs> oh god um so so far so good then yeah man it was i was fucking hanging yesterday and then we, so we um i'll talk about the, the comic shop in a minute because i think it's we did we had a little chat and we talk about a good what makes a good comic shop again you know yeah. um because they're few and far between these days aren't they they are fast disappearing yeah. yeah um but the last night we um we went for a we went for a ruby i mean by the way i'm introducing eddie to cockney rhyming slang and the infinitely brilliant work of danny dyer and he just looks yes. at us go what are you going on about yeah. um He's so not wrong. We went for it. He's not wrong. He's not. He's not. So we went to uh, <laughs> went, went for a ruby, like lovely ruby, like really nice and nice this, relaxing. You know, this, you, is, this is a curry, curry by the way. The, yeah, yeah, ruby Murray. And um, we had um, we had a curry. And it was a lovely. It was just relaxing. You know, we'd had the busiest day in our leg. You know, you're just standing up all day and chatting to people. You know, your voice. Oh, you can hear it now. Mm. My voice is a bit done. And um, and then Eddie goes, "Oh, what are we going to do? We're going to go to this spoken word thing." And we went. Right, we're at a comic convention. We're in another, in another country. Let's go give it a go. So we went to this thing, which is in a sort of garden area, rooftop garden area thing above a pub, I think. Um, it's about a fifteen minute drive away, and it was people showing um, a guided view panel of their comic on a on a screen whilst acting out what goes on. Yeah, I and would you know fucking I mean? die doing that. I could. You not know do what? That. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm like, man, I'm the most cynical man in the world, aren't I? So yeah. I go thinking, um, oh, I'm in another country. I'm going to give it. And the first two were a bit ropey. You know, the first two, I'm like, I'm taking pictures of Adam's face during it, you know, because I thought it was funny. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I watched it. And then the third one was actually okay. And I kind of thought, right, cynical, Tony, off you go. Let's just enjoy this for what it is, you know. Yeah. And I thought, this is all right, man. This is okay. If this is, and the crowd will whoop in and clap in and stuff. And I thought, if this is what we need to get people to read a comic, I'm down. Fine. You know? Yeah. And it was, um, maybe this is my holiday head talking, but I thought, yeah, this is all right. Okay. And And we had a chat to that. All of us almost agreed completely in the car about it on the way back. We thought, no, that's okay. I'm okay okay with it. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a a strange format because that's not really how comics are supposed to be consumed. Exactly. And the dude doing it clearly had done it many times before, and he had little sound effects added to his PowerPoint and stuff, you know. Oh, um, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, and like, you know, with street noises, and, you know, it was, and it was a funny one. It was very hipster, um, yeah. but it was also taking the, a bit of a piss out of the hipster crowd there. And yeah, it was, I'll, I'll have to get, I'll put, I'll have to send you the name. I can't, I can't remember the dude's name. Um, yeah, one of us could remember, could could say they'd seen his mm. stuff before i hadn't seen him before but it did the other thing it did do and what is a convention is highlighting to me is the fact that i mean we've been what seven years now in this you know and i and we were all looking at small press before that because it's the reason we did it so if you know um and you know i've been tabling small press for 20 odd years but there's so much we don't see you know so this was yeah. this toronto art collective all who had comics i'm like i don't know any of these guys yeah. you know they're no. really there's so much to explore that we're just we just don't see at all. That's know? the beauty of it, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah it really every, is. Every country, every community, every you know, they have their own communities there, and know. they're doing it for the purpose of doing art. There's a yeah, lot of yeah. that at TCAF, which I really like. Hmm. And I think if you're doing it for the purpose of um, making money, and well, it's not like pulling loads of money in. Making money is nice, but not 
you know, just trying to become the biggest capitalist in the world, or if you're doing it just to like get attention from the big two. I mean, we've we've come we've become a little jaded to that, haven't we? We kind of see yeah. that coming. Not much, but the yeah. Pe- yeah, yeah. But the people who are making comics just to enjoy them and make good art and make good comics and make something that's interesting. These are the people we're not seeing because they're not, you know, messaging messaging us four times a week asking to come on the podcast, you know. Uh, to talk about the Kickstarter or something. These, that's what I like about this crowd. Mm. You know, the, sure, there's some tweet stuff. Sure, there's some up their own anus stuff. But you know, if they're they're making this stuff, I kind of dig it. You know. Yeah. 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 Look at me in my holiday nice head. Normally I'd just be shouting. Yeah, you're being nice there. You know? yeah. yeah. You, you've just woken up. That's that's that's. Yeah, I have. Yeah. 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 Give me time. Give me time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> to revert to your natural form. Um, um, but you also, um, of course, you pop to a comic book shop yeah we we did we've done two now um okay. there's one that um john always sent me in details on, so we're probably gonna do that monday okay. um but the so one was the first one we did so long story short we went to the beguiling the beguiling is the big comic shop worldwide so one people want to be in yeah you know so we get there and there's a dude cleaning the windows and uh it's 11 o'clock which is when it means to open. i said oh hello mate um are you um are you open today yeah I went, are you, um, are you open today? Just, just through the window. And there's like a window, you know, you can yeah. look in. And I thought, okay. And it, we looked at them. Um, so we sent them a message on Instagram and they said, oh no, we're only open for pickups, you know, like curbside pickups. Cause it's still quite mask heavy here, you know? Okay. Um, and we said, oh, okay. And then, um, they actually opened because of TCAF. They said, oh no, we're going to open. So we ended up going back. Um, um, but before between those two times happening, we went to a local one, which is very much a Funko um, new comic kind of one, but yeah. but good, but nice. And there was a sort of remainders bookshop across the road, which had a load of graphic novels in it, so we popped into there as well. Um, and then we went to the Beguiling yesterday morning, and I, I honestly think it's my be- my favourite comic shop in the world now. Ah, okay. I, wow. I genuinely think it's got everything you, you want in a comic shop. So it's a big one, massive upper floor, you know, ground floor. Um, is, is is three separate rooms um, you go in and you've got um, on the left you've got kind of you know like um, Daniel Klaus vinyl toys in a cabinet and stuff like that you know yeah, rigid, yeah. there's a load of OA on the walls they had some Benjamin Wire on the walls um, they had um, some um, Essex County art on the walls and that sort of thing um, and then you've got a massive small press section to such a point where they've got small press long boxes to go through for stuff, stuff they can't fit on the shelves, you know. Nice. Um, and then um, the new weekly comics, a big section of that. It's not as if it's ignored, you know. It's on the first floor. God, um, yeah, got... I, I went in a comic book shop yesterday. It was just a small right. Forbidden Planet, and the, the the new books were right at the back of the shop. Yeah, they are almost, aren't they? almost, almost yeah. in shadow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they've got a, a you know almost like you have to walk. This is like a corridor of shelving which yeah. is graphic novels and then a shop like another one which is all um trades you know but also artist editions mm. omnibus you know hardbacks that sort of thing a room that's almost is a massive room that's half filled with manga so that you know it's the hotness still over here as well yeah um another room that's got artist editions and other stuff like that in there um and then the downstairs which i sent you a picture of is just a massive room of long boxes yeah um and shelves of you know rare trades and stuff like that and i i could have spent the whole of my week here in that room going through you know, 
oh look at these look at these boxes and you know they had like national yeah. lampoon and you know all the ec comics and you know warren magazines and like they had four or five just just boxes of um um underground comics you know and stuff like that but all like the old marvel stuff i bought some i bought some kirby thor for i think it was 10 quid mm. bloody hell you know really cheap that's yeah. great um, yeah i uh i don't think i've been to a comic shop outside of the uk have you vince mm, um yes yes i, I went to uh, you went to new york Mid- you? midtown yes. yeah comics which yeah. um i had in my head was going to be more than it was and it's good it's a good little comic book store but i don't know when you hear that's the thing is when you hear stories from people about oh there's comic book stories is this that and the other you paint a picture in your head and of course i i had this and it's my own fault really you know i paint this picture of some huge like tony's describing here huge mecca with like huge rooms yeah. of long boxes yeah. and this that and the other i am i pictured that tony and when i went yeah. into midtown which is a great great comic book store oh, yeah no, not trying uh, to do it yeah, down yeah yeah. No, yeah but because it wasn't what i was expecting at that time i thought i suddenly realized oh of course it's just a shop because they are they are also at the same time do you know what i mean we we like to big these up about whole experiences but they are they have to be working shops at the same time do you know what i mean it's working still yeah midtown's a funny one because it's kind of it's for the wednesday warrior midtown isn't it yeah you know yeah. it's it's a li- it's got a lot of stock in there but it's a little soulless isn't it I think. yeah yeah you know yeah something yeah some of it um definitely um okay but, yeah but the one you're describing Tony, that sounds like yeah, so much stuff I'd never seen before, you know, that sort of thing. I'd yeah, love really. to go somewhere like that. Yeah. Yeah. We could spend, you and we would have spent all day in there, guys, honestly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but this uh, is, it's currently sort of closed. Well, normally they, they're now open every day of the week because of TCAF. Obviously, people are tra- traveling. Yeah. I think they do two or three days a week closed and then you can go and collect some stuff through the window, you know, like you would, we'd be pulled this wow, up and okay. say, oh, I'd like this, you know, this um, Joe Cuba artist edition, do you have it? And they'll bring it to the window. I think there's a bit of that going on. That seems quite alien to us now in the UK. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? To me yeah. at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah all weird. the shops, all the shops are masked. And probably I should say that um, TCAF was masked. So it was masked right, okay. today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We did that in, uh, it's not too bad, but it's not the most pleasant of experiences like yeah, conversing I mean, people with mask on all day. Yeah, and we're next to the entrance, so we can just dip dip out and go and get some air. So it's not yeah. too bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but people should, if you're worried about it, still mask up. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I've yeah. got no problem with it. It's not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. someone in public for wearing a fucking mask. Exactly. No, yeah. There's there's the odd person who walked around without a mask, and and you kind of see in their eye they're almost like trying to show off a bit, you know. Oh, okay. Just put a mask on. It makes my other people comfortable as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And that's what this whole thing's about, isn't it, mate? How, you know, you're not just thinking about you, you're thinking about other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, what did you um, think from that comic book store that, because you've been to many comic book stores, and for you to say, yeah. oh, I think this is my favourite comic book store ever. What did that I think mean? it was the staff. I think genuinely really? what, what it was is when I bought stuff, when I walked in, everyone said hello. Um, when I was looking at stuff, people would comment on what I'm looking at. You know, yeah. oh, we haven't got any of that. We've got these other comics, but you might have to let us know and we'll look them out. You know, it's like that. Okay. Um, um, I think 
uh, I think it was Adam already. I can't remember. They bought a comic and she went, I didn't know we still had this. <laughs> just, that must have come out of a deep box, you know? Um, and then when you go downstairs and I don't, I don't mind this. Um, they said to me, Oh, can you leave your bag while you're downstairs? Like, they're not accusing you personally of doing anything. You know, no. it's just, um, and the dude, uh, I said, Oh yeah, no problem. And then I was talking to him about comics and he talked to me for ages about comics. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, this is brilliant. When do you get that? You know, that's um, great. A different thing, pricing from the UK and what, what was I looking for? And have I heard of this? And, you know, recommendations. How, what, well. how was the pricing difference? My, the back issues, man, are, uh, God. I mean, I think the, the Jack Kirby um, Thor I bought would easily be 40, 50 quid in the UK, I'm guessing. And it was just over a tenner, I think. You have I mean, to watch in, that in, fucking English, in English money, it was like nine quid. You, know? you have to watch that fucking weight limit go back. See? I know. Do you know, there's so much here I would have bought. Um, Could you just do the old ship it back? Didn't Falpy do that for his comics? We're thinking sort of. about that. Yeah, we're thinking about doing something maybe around that. But um, yeah. oh, basically, if we don't, if we don't, you know, we're just going to sell out and give the rest to you know the distro or something like that. Yeah. You know, what um, is the um, what's the journey being like for your um, comics? Are you, yes, are they so, are they making a, a showing around TCAF or is it more? Um, I'm not selling hidden lives at TCAF, although I'm, I've given a few copies to people and stuff like that who are friends. You know, yeah. In fact, Alexis was was very complimentary about it. It was really nice of him. Um, and we've got Dirty Basement on the um, Strangers Table. So that's our other co- comic company. I think it's going pretty well. Yeah, it's going all right. Um, but it, we're really going to properly put them on, on show at Heroes next week. Um, but we've had to ship out. So because we're meeting Cliff at Heroes, we've shipped our comics to Cliff out there. And he's bringing them down for us. And we shipped some to the Airbnb here. Um, which makes it easier because you know if you turn up at the airport with a box i mean essentially we're just tourists visiting you know yeah yeah that's all we are, and i'm helping out on a table you know it's not as if we're making a business of it and we didn't really want the complication of saying oh right all this business stock we're going to impound it to make sure you pay duty and stuff like that and that's not really what it's for we're not making money no. out. yeah um so it's been it's been it's been all right but it's more down to adam planning ahead and shipping stuff out you know God, nice one and we, we only just got in under the wire with Dirty Basement, so it only like arrived in time to ship it. Um, yeah, so it was, it was pretty good. So what the next your so after TCAF, you're a two heroes, is that right? Yeah, so we've got Tuesday, Monday here, sort of day off, you know, doing our washing, and then going to hit the plane um, Tuesday morning to fly down to the US. So we're in Canada, so we've got to go over the border again, do all our COVID testing again, all that sort of thing, yeah. and then go to. Um, Charlotte, which is North Carolina, which is where Heroes is, which um, I think actually is, I didn't realize it's, it's a city on the surface of the sun, you know, because <laughs> it's so hot there. <laughs> It'd be literally like sprinting from aircon building to aircon building. I think that's going to be it. Yeah. Yeah. Changing my pants, you know, it's like, yeah. So we're preparing ourselves for that. So we'll see what happens. But you've had a you've had a heatwave over there as well, haven't you? Oh gosh, just yeah, not, not pleasant. Yeah, our lovely listeners out there, we hope you're doing okay wherever you are in the world, however the weather is, um, because I am uh, I am a very pale pale boy. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing we're saying about you and me. We both like almost like our skin's like translucent. Yeah, yeah. With that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if I don't, I, put, like, productivity just goes through the fucking ground when it's too hot. I'm just sitting yeah. there like, ugh. And you think, come on, do some fucking work, you twat. It's weird because it's so, it was, <laughs> it was so baking hot. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was so baking hot on the first day. Where we're staying is you just leave the, the air conditioning of the Airbnb and it's just hits you, you know, in the face. Yeah. The heat. 
and it also we're in an area that's there's like some i'm going to call it a hotel but i think it's for mad people uh, <laughs> next door so there's all these people lying on the floor and screaming and also cannabis is legal in, in it's like it's almost like cannabis is big business in toronto mm. so everywhere smells of weed and i hate the smell of weed when it's like really hot you know it's just awful yeah um and there's a diner across the road I, I vaguely call it a diner it's more like they just sort of burn burgers and hand them to you you know and uh so we we we, we jumped in there to have a cold drink while we went to get the key and it was just some bloke screaming from the toilets you know so, <laughs> it's, it's like Jesus. it's like it's like i'm painting a picture of just like hell on earth in this like little <laughs> junction around <laughs> full of crazy people but yeah yeah the heat was just awful yeah. Oh God! Have you ever wondered what uh, cannabis once smelled like? Just walk up and down Barrow High Street a couple of times. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we will get uh, the um, feedback about Heroes Con when uh, Tony is back with us on the third. Yeah, third of July. I've got an interview for you next week, haven't you? Yeah, I've done a yeah, sneaky yeah. interview. Yeah, there's an yeah. interview next week that um, we won't spoil just yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you got there, all right, and they haven't impounded you. It's time yet, my friend. There's time. There's time. <laughs> yeah. I was chatting to Eddie because Eddie, obviously Eddie distributes Atomic Hercules, and the fourth one, you know, the weapon mass destruction one, got a bit. Let's call it lively. And yeah, last night he was going, "How are you not cancelled?" <laughs> <laughs> I guess he can't cancel those. They don't give a shit about it. Exactly. But it's nice being with someone who knows a lot of the American scene. So it would be the same of, you know, someone from America coming to the UK and us, you know, introducing to people. It's nice like that. You know, we get yeah. to meet lots of people. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's good. Yeah. So then uh, we um, put a shout out because we're just having fun and doing whatever. And we're just having a bit of a natter. And obviously, uh, Tony um, is up at the crack of dawn. So we didn't want to be messing about. Push too much. Guess. Or, or do too much. Quarter to six now, isn't it? T, what time's breakfast? Um, I've got to be in the hall at about half eight. So, do you yeah, go and get breakfast? I guess they don't do it in the B and B. Yeah, it's well, um, it's um, about it's about a half hour walk to get there. But there's like a twenty four hour breakfast place next door. It's lovely. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. So before he goes off to get his uh his his pancakes and I was about to say beer. Yeah. That would be a weird <laughs> yeah, combination. Baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. We put a shout out uh, to our lovely listeners on the on the social media. For, for some questions, some fun, fun questions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, before we get on to the shout-outs and the recommends, et cetera, et cetera, um, yeah, we're just going to talk about, see what the listeners have asked us this week. We haven't done, like, a proper Q&A episode for quite some time. They used to be a thing a few years ago, didn't they? Yeah, we did it all the time, we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's just, let's just start with, well, first... Let's say once again, because one of the questions was at this chucklehead who said, <laughs> got a question for you, lovely lot. When's the next drink and draw? As Dan said, yeah. we're just going to make sure that we, <laughs> we hammer that home. Hammer that home. It's this Friday, June the 24th at uh, around half seven mm. UK time, which is GMT, isn't it? Is that, is that what that is? No, BST, isn't BST. it? BST. Uh, <laughs> so you can NFT. turn up you can drink you can draw you can do neither you can just yeah. join in and yeah so uh, yeah 7 30 p.m bdsm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um let's start off with this one this is uh 
mentioned him once before, but our, our buddy Al Henderson of the Penguin at Shadow1972. Do you know any jokes that are clean enough for me to use? I don't know any clean jokes. He knows this for a fact. <laughs> I do. Go on. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to tell this terribly. Um, a man goes to uh, a yoga instructor. And he's like, oh, you know, I just... I just, I just want to start start taking up yoga, and the yoga instructor says to him, "All right, well, um, how flexible are you?" And the man responds, "Well, I can't do Tuesdays." <laughs> that still yeah, makes that's, me laugh. Sounds, I'm smiling. No one, like... can, no one can see it, but I'm smiling. <laughs> Might see that in a penguin. I think that does yeah. sound like a penguin one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I did get told one, but it's not. You couldn't ever use it in a penguin, or and it's not. We'll say it on air. <laughs> Can you, can you say it on air, Dan? Because yeah, yeah, normally so. you're the spicy okay. one. No, it's not yeah. too. It's not too bad. It's just a general kind of a, a blue joke. There's a guy. Uh, he, he looks out these windows to his back garden, and there's a great big fucking gorilla, like in the tree down at the bottom. He's oh fucking hell. So he, he looks in the uh, yellow pages, and there's a guy that says, "I'll come out and deal with gorillas in the tree." So he goes, he gives him a call, and the guy comes round, and he comes in. I got to get this right. So he puts on the table. He's got a shotgun, a great big bat. A net and this fucking savage dog. He goes, "What the fuck's all this for?" He goes, "Well, I go up in the tree with a bat, smash the gorilla out. As soon as the gorilla comes flying out of the tree, whoever comes out of that tree first, that dog, again, but try and tear its testicles off. When it's doing that, you throw the net over it." He goes, oh, "All right then." He goes, well, "What's the shotgun for then?" He goes, "Well, if I come out of the tree first, shoot that fucking dog." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we dear. don't condone violence. No, we're gorilla and canine violence. And, uh, <laughs> and, I don't know if you brought that into a penguin. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, That's uh, a long one. That's a Sunday yeah, supplement. Yeah, one, yeah. Right? yeah, I, yeah. I've got one more for any of you uh, uh, video game fans out there who might recognise this. I'll ask this to Dan. Dan, do you know what uh, Mario Mario's favourite fabric is? I don't know. Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, so you got you got three absolute corkers there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna laugh to ourselves about those jokes for quite some time. <laughs> I've got a smutty one I can tell. Yeah, go for it. Oh, go yeah. on. Okay. Can you can you yeah. honestly tell it on on the show, Tony? So there's think? there's there's this there's a bloke who runs like a, a general store in Deptford, and uh, it doesn't matter, it can be anywhere. And uh, he goes, so he's got this new lad working with him. He says, listen, son, I'll show you how to sell stuff. And a bloke comes in. He goes, um, can I have some um, grass seed, please? And he goes, what's this, son? Yeah, there's some grass seed. You probably, how's your lawnmower doing? You probably want a lawnmower, don't you? Um, uh, he goes, you know what? I think I do need a new lawnmower. He sells him a lawnmower as well. So the kids think, this is brilliant. And the next bloke comes in and he goes, um, can I have some uh, Tampax, please? And the bloke goes, uh, yeah, no problem. He says, uh, you probably want a lawnmower as well, won't you? And he goes, why would I want a lawnmower? And he went, well, your weekend's fucked, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, first day, that was, that was good. Yeah, yeah, we can keep that one in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh, anyway, there you go. Just comedy gold. That was the comedy yes. gold hour. 
we're not, not doing a telling a joke se- no. sequence every week. No, we're yeah, not we're, doing no, that. I only know about two jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay. Next up, Simon Russell at Simon at Boeing. This is this is one that's. This is really, a tough one. This man. is a tough yeah. one. Not for me. Your house is on fire, <laughs> and you've rescued all the pets and kids, but your partner is still inside. Which one comic do you run in to save after you get your partner out? And which is the one comic you rescue before you get them out? <laughs> I think he's playing on the fact that one of my running jokes is I occasionally tell people that my wife's died because it cheers me. She she rang me yesterday and answered the phone and said, Oh, I thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I I got to say I've got like all the comics I've made on a hard drive. That would be the fucking number one priority. That'd be your yeah. own comics, you mean? That's yeah, what you'd say. Own comics, uh, okay. Yeah. Without a doubt, like yeah. the the other stuff is kind of replaceable, but that I can't. So yeah, I think that's a that's the best answer, Dan. Uh, I think there's uh, no yeah. if that was an uh, you'd got them out anyway. Obviously, uh, yeah. I think it's a funny one, isn't it? Because a lot of people say, what's my my most valuable comic? But honestly, it, it's really the comics that I loved as a kid, I think I would probably try and save. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, de- uh, it's definitely. And of course, family always first, as we're looking over our shoulders. Yeah, so the Avengers um, and the X-Men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always the family. <laughs> the family books you get, <laughs> yeah. you get first. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Joe or Stormforce, Joe or Stormforce. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually, I have been scanning those, so I'll take that. They're on the hard drive, so. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm a winner. You got them in the cloud. Yeah. You got them in the cloud, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> you know, you have a battling to go inside and get the photo albums to yeah. wait in a web, something yeah. similar. <laughs> like, look, in the, look in the second drawer down. That's where my hard drive is. No, not that hard drive. Yeah. That, that burn was my, there, that was there when we history. moved in. Yeah. Delete my search history. <laughs> Yeah, that is probably the thing that most men would do. They run into a burning yeah. house, power up their computer, and burn. <laughs> yeah, just, the, flame, the flames are lapping their ankles. Yeah, and it's like, come on, how do I reset? How do I reset this Mac? God, Skin's <laughs> peeling off in rolls. Yeah, I haven't cleared this browser history in years. It's taken ages. <laughs> I said, how would you do- download C Cleaner? I don't know. <laughs> I tell you, that's a real tough question. Simon. I, I yeah, struggle yeah. with that. I'd go for the early stuff that I loved as a kid. That's what I would do. Maybe some a couple of the treasury editions I got is yeah. that my dad bought me, and you know just the, the images and then are just burned into my retina. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's some sort of older books, I think. Maybe like I've I've got a really uh, I've got an old sort of gra- Captain Britain uh, graphic novel, um, which is out of print. It's not like the it's not the um, traditional one that Marvel just churn out now you know the alan moore type one. It's, it's an old school sort of graphic novel before graphic novels properly became okay yeah popular. yeah yeah and things like that just the ones that's like oh can't get these you know can't get these anymore like this sort of thing so um yeah it's things like that. i also learned uh yesterday that alan davis one of my favorite artists has exactly the same birthday as me and i know it's not a, it's not a major thing but that really yeah. fucking made my day <laughs> well, that that's that actually proves that astrology doesn't work because the other person is Shaky Kane, 
And I can't think of two people less alike yeah. than you and Shaky Kane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Paul All due McCartney. respect to Shaky Kane. No, okay. Yeah, Paul McCartney as well. What a what a what a room that would be. Yeah, good. Yeah, we're all in a room <laughs> together. Um, <laughs> anyway, sexy room. Yeah, indeed. All right, all right. Let's let's bring it down. Let's focus it. Joey Oliveira, Afterlight, Afterlight Comics, who is absolutely smashing it. He's churning out. He's a. He's a yeah, he's he is. A, he's, he's a absolute, machine. I said that to you earlier, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. The Afterlight Comics brand is one you definitely need to if if you like horror comics or just comics in general. Proper horror as well. None yeah. of this sort of soft focus horror. Yeah, yeah. You know, this and, is like proper horror. And stories, he's yeah. got he's got extra things with it. I think there you know there's like collectible cards. Have you seen the packs for his like collectible cards that they've done recently? Yeah, they're great. They look great, don't they? Yeah. No, I've not seen those. He's got like yeah, proper foil packs for the afterlife. Oh, afterlife, that's awesome! Afterlife uh, cards, trading. Is it trading cards or is it game cards? Apologies, Joey. Um, but certainly, um, I think he did a Top Trumps type game as well, didn't he? Something like that. Okay. Like. Loads of stuff. But anyway, Afterlife Comics definitely check it out. Especially they've got a new uh, Kickstarter coming soon. It's all about slashers, which is going to be amazing. But um, mm. his question was: What if anything? Do you think indie creators can do to bring more readers from the mainstream into the indie scene? It's uh, it's the eternal question, isn't it? Really, in in some ways, how do you grab the attention of of the people that usually, if it's it's a mainstream audience, um, I think you're probably going to have a better time with a mainstream comics audience who are comics readers. Um, because main a mainstream audience who are people who just like the movies or come in things like that, the only one want, they only want one sort of thing. They'll yeah. they'll only want that Deadpool or they'll only want that Harley Quinn or something like that. They're not. It's something you do sort of see at MCM that some people are very tunnel visioned, sort of entrenched in their position. Yeah, aren't they? yeah. I like this. I'm only going to get this, which is fair enough. You like what you like, just don't be a bell end about it. But um. Yeah, I think I... the word bellend, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> um... I'd like to think every comic reader has kind of like got it in their heart to appreciate a, a good comic, you, you regardless like, of the stripe. Yeah. I would like to think that. Yeah, but it's, and I think most of uh, comic creators and um, certainly people listening to this show, they, they've got comics and product mm-hmm. that if you just give it a shot, you'll really like it. But you know, it's the, it's that enticing people over to your product without the hard sell. Because I don't think I. I mean, the, how is the hard sell well, scene these days? I, mm, I, I, I found over the past cu- a couple of years, I've hated it more and more. Does that make sense? I've really sort of yeah. like, stop it, stop it. Yeah, we've got. There's a guy near one of the tables of a pal of mine, and he's doing the, he's doing the nice T-shirt. Have you thought about my comic? You're the sort of guy I'd like one like this. You know, like mm. oh god, don't, it just don't makes make me want to shrivel yeah. up and die. It's the second yeah. half of that that I think is not needed. I think yeah. there, there's engagement. Oh, that's an awesome T-shirt. And then you, then like yeah, we, but these are people who are not even at the table, right? Okay, you know, yeah. almost calling out to people. Yeah. I, I think you're right, man. If someone comes over and they're wearing a, I don't know, a Nine Inch Nails T-shirt, and you go, oh, I love Nine Inch Nails. I like their second album, and it, just chatting to them. Yeah, and so it's genuine. Think, yeah, just exactly. That you're kind of being like, yeah. oh, Nine Inch Nails. I really like those. And guys. I said it before, man. I'll say it again. Yeah. That thing about putting a book in your hands, I hate it so much. 
I hate yeah. it when they almost force a book into your hands. Yeah. You know, to hold it. Well, no, 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 just have a look at it. No, no, here you go, hold it. You know, it's like that. Yeah. yeah. The it's building up say... social pressure, isn't it? Yeah. Kind yeah. Of yeah. And we were talking about this last night. It's a big thing. I think you 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 sell a book and retain a reader if you do it through a nice conversation and enthusiasm for the book. But if you sell a book by just forcing it on them, they're not coming back. It's like oh, no way. They'll you, avoid you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you walk into any shop and sometimes you... Like I say, you, you go to the... I mean, it's not just comics, but, you know, you, you go, go to buy something and you have, you know, someone strikes up a conversation with you only like 30 seconds and you, you buy the things and walk, you walk away and you think, oh, they were nice. Yeah. Mm. It's, yeah. A, it's a positive experience, isn't it, for the consumer? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Like you said, if I got guilted into buying a book like that, I would be, have it in hell in disdain. I would just like, oh, God, yeah, yeah. remember that time I got fucked over and bought this shit? I'd almost look at it and think, oh, it give me a bad memory of buying it. Yeah. You know? uh, Sometimes I won't even read it. Yeah. 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 What marketing yeah. options are open to us? I mean, we're, we're talking about, like, you know, immediate at convention sort of experience here, but what other marketing options are available to indie creators? This is what I beat my fucking head in over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think one of the big problems, guys, is we are in the comic making scene the small press scene the indie comic scene and also the convention scene we are distancing ourselves from the people who are the weekly comic buyers mm. Mm. they're almost becoming a little um dejected you know because they're you know you look at all the big comic conventions you've got the mcms and stuff like that which to be fair do have back issue stalls but aren't really designed for the comic collector and you've got the other stuff that is more probably akin to us which tends to be small press shows now yeah you know you might get someone who will pop into a thought bubble because they're a comic reader and have been buying comics for years and it's local and there might be you know a john ramita jr or somebody there a scott snyder or something but we're not really building comic conventions or communities for people who buy and read big comics hmm. anymore it's almost becoming two scenes and you see that especially at the comic mart you know those dudes at the comic mart who are in there and not ravenously buying big parts of comics are not the guys we see at um, UK comic conventions. Totally, no, yeah. No, and we totally. we need those guys. They're the guys who love the medium. They're yeah. not like they're not like in it because it's a phase. They're not like in it for five minutes because they think it's cool because it comes to be cool at the moment. Well, their phase has lasted fucking forty odd years. And, all, yeah, and, all, exactly. and also, they're collectors. Yeah. yeah. So um, if they, they want to. Sell, you're doing a series like like Vanguard. They'll buy issue one, they'll buy issue mm. two. You yeah, know, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you can sell them into the to your series they'll keep coming back unless you yeah and no, something like joey needs to you know all the old school eerie ec you know scream you know he needs to attract those guys as well yeah yeah and we're not seeing them at comic conventions no, no. it's that question we keep posing i fuck knows what the answer is i really str- struggle uh how to market your stuff like that and get get the hands get it into the hands of the people who yeah. want it because i, I think they're out there yeah, yeah. Because when I first started tabling with small press in like the late nineties, early two thousands, we were like a little table amongst a load of back issue sellers, you yeah. know, Marvel creators, you know, Marvel editors, that sort of thing, and we're almost like a little bit of a curio. Mm-hmm. But now it's just a sea of us now. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it's um, a whole different. Thing. That's the, that whole thing with that kind of like Kickstarter doing something they didn't like, so they said we're not going to Kickstarter. So yeah. you're fucking cutting your nose off to spite your face because that's got such a broad fucking reach. Yeah. People just seeing that's... your comic. That's the biggest shop front for us at the moment. Yeah. And to a, to a certain amount element for a, perhaps a different crowd, Indiegogo. Indiegogo, well. yeah. 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 Um, I think one thing about this as well is sometimes being a real genre book can work in your favour because you have another avenue. The be- yes. one, of the, one of the things about genres is 
there is then a, a community around that genre. Like, mm. to take horror, for instance. There are horror websites. There are, you know, there's all kinds of horror avenues that you could possibly try and seek out and sort of say, oh, you know, have you checked out this? And it's not... And yeah. guaranteed there's probably someone that's going to be a comic reader there. And So, uh, going, for, going forward, if you was going to make a comic, would you, you would have it in mind, like, right, I've got to kind of cross these kind of genres to get the most out of the I, most people seeing my comic. I think the important thing is write the comic you want to write. Yeah, make it um, That whole, you know, you see these people trying to break in, don't you? You sort of yeah. just pick about four genres because they think they get, it's going to make them yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think that doesn't I, I think the first thing, you've you got, you got to just make your comic. Um, and yeah. then afterwards, it's the puzzle to try and figure out. And certainly, I think maybe if you're, if you're doing some... Maybe, uh, some abstract underground um, narrative, a dreamlike narrative. Yes, there's, there's not an abundance of websites that talk about that. No. But you know, but there's certainly people who are into that sort of thing. Yeah, so, there, was, there was a guy at the table yesterday who, who just was giving me like a, um, a history of Canadian abstract comics, you know. Mm. It's, it's, it's his own little scene, but yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. What about that, so, the artist who does the peeper? What's the guy's name again? Uh, is it Patrick something? Patrick Pat Sparrow. Sparrow. I've just messaged Pat him Sparrow. actually to try and meet up today, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, he fucking does, from what I can see, does really well. And, like, he doesn't cross genres, does it? He's completely underground comics, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's um he's wearing a black Ku Klux Klan hood. I did see that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, those, for those, for those, it's it's ironic, and he's taking the piss wearing it. But yeah, he is quite funny. I got, I'm desperate to see him today. I didn't, didn't get a chance to get to see him yesterday. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's no um sort of wrong or right answer. I think here. I mean, Joey's got a fantastic audience that keep coming back for his stuff anyway. Because like, yes, his Kickstarter yeah. is always on point. He's learned so much. He's been a guest on this show couple of times definitely go back yeah. and listen to those episodes must get him on again man yeah, he's, he's, he's a good company yeah, yeah i like him yeah, a lot yeah um and yeah but it's sometimes the mainstream is such a mainstream such a strange word as well isn't it because sometimes it feels like the mainstream doesn't care <laughs> does that make sense <laughs> especially like about certain comics it's it, it doesn't seem to care about its own comics sometimes. Yeah, yeah. such a strange time. Yeah. really yeah. is. Yeah, it, it, it's, fasc- it's fascinating. But if there are any sort of avenues, if, if anyone's seen any other potential sort of avenues for people to flag up, whether it be, you know, I don't... I mean, social media is shouting into the void. I think it's probably refining and, and like, sort of zoning in on your base audience or who you think your audience is and you know who your audience is because it's you because you've made this comic book mm. yeah you know if you're making if you're making a comic book for someone that isn't you then you're why have you made it <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean um you know and that's not to say you know it can be any any genre but you know what I mean at the end of the day you gotta think what would win you over yeah you know, and if maybe. you think oh I don't know bloody Pokemon's popular at the moment. I'm going to do a, my version of a Pokemon yeah. comic. You're probably barking up the wrong tree, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. You're always behind the you're always behind the fashion as well with stuff, I think. Yeah. So when stuff is at its peak and people notice it, is that then is not the time to make a comic. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's yeah. a tricky one because also the, the comic the we've mentioned this before, but the time of getting an idea for a comic and getting it into print can be a long time. So if you think, oh look, zombies are popular, by the time you get it into fucking 
into people's hands. That's going to be months yeah. down the line. And yeah. and peak popular things now moves on move on so quick. Society yeah. societal popular things move on so quickly and, and almost rotate quickly. We put a book out about the it's called the art of drag, and I actually think we put it out a year too late. And it's not a bad seller, but I think if we put yeah. it out at the height <clears throat> of like drag race and all that sort of thing, it is kind of then, like. It's yeah. still popular, but it's nowhere near as like it was on a yeah. right real upward like spike. But you're right. Yeah. 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 Definitely. What's the thing we should get into now? Fuck knows. I'm so divorced from pop culture at the moment. I don't know what. <laughs> Gorillas in trees. That's the yeah, next that's, uh, yeah. popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our, pal, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, our pal Edison Neo, he said, if you la- if it's your last day on earth, and you're allowed to read one comic, which is a floppy or a graphic novel. What would it be, Tony? You must have a go-to. You must have an immediate. It's Come a difficult on. one, isn't it? This man, this monster, Fantastic Four. Oh That's wow! Wow. Yeah, I think that one. I read it in Treasury Edition when I was a kid, and I did a podcast with Eamon about it, and me and him just loved it. We said this. I don't think comics, that sort of comic, gets any better. You know, and it's what you know. Ben Grimm is the heart of the Marvel universe, isn't he? He may not be the most popular character, but he's the dude. He's at the center. Without Marvel, without the thing, it would be. A, it wouldn't be a, as rich a community and care of characters. And um, it's the sad. It's sad. It's beautifully drawn by Kirby and Joe Sinner. You know, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that one. And read um, by Stan. You know, God bless Stan. You know, yeah, that's yeah. a good story. Yeah. What would you? What about you, Dan? Fuck those, man. That's really tough. I That's think really for, tough. for me, I'd want to read something that brings me joy or just puts a smile yeah. on my face. Mm. Um, and like memories as well, man. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. This is where it's at. If, if it was more, about. if it was going to be more of a, a modern sort of book, I'd pick up my Superior Foes of Spider Man. Okay. Because yeah. that always makes me laugh. Um, yeah. Or some of the. Um, Boneyard by Richard Moore. That's a series that I always loved and always okay. brought smiles to my face. Um, anything by Jamie Smart. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, I'm a huge fan of J- Jamie Smartson. You only get one. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. I know. I'm going to pick <laughs> I said, one. Tony, I think I'd go back to like a childhood thing and like read something that kind of like my comic was the kind of nucleus of why I started reading comics and stuff and what like that. What would that be, Dan? Yeah. I don't know, maybe like an early issue of Toxic or something like that. Okay. Wow. Yeah, just yeah. like just to pick a random it have to be in the early in the run and just yeah. sort of like relive some old memories. Yeah. Um all right, I'll pick a, a volume of Bear by Jamie Smart because that was one okay. of my that there was, you go. That was yeah. one of the, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Man. And I'll be laughing until the worth, world exploded. It depends <laughs> how we were ending the world. Is it the world ending because that's like it's, it, well, it's our last day on Earth. Uh, oh. uh, it, so it could just be us, couldn't it? I'm thinking like is, Homer is he and Simpson eating, eating, eating the sushi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is coming to England, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm pissed I can't see him because I'm away. We clash. Well, we he, got I on. arrive back the day he, 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 he yeah. leaves. And um, yeah. there's, all those oh, trains, there's all those train strikes, which has um, kind of fucked me Absolutely up. Absolutely fucked everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, trains. But yeah. if you're about and you're on yeah. the Slack, give Edison Neo yeah. a shout. And Neo Comic Art. He's going he's gonna to be in yeah. Le- London this coming week. And uh, going back, no brainer four. I've backed it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah I've got, Isn't I've got... he putting out, I was going to mention a shout out. He's got one coming out, uh, the collected uh, edition. Oh, what? Dragon Claws or no brainer? No brainer. Oh, good. Claws. Okay. 
Snake claws. No, was snake, snake claws. Snake sorry, claws. Yeah. sorry. Let me just double check that because I've, I've got it in my notes. Uh, no brainer. No brainer. No brainer. Uh, okay, this yes, no brainer. One, two, three. Comics anthology. Pre. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. he, he did mention that something's coming up. But I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. track it. Yeah, then. I think it's okay. a collection. The latest one's for issue four. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that'll be with you in, in no time because he's, he's he's another. Machine. I think it's, I think it looks like he's done it. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. done it all. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. yeah no brain issue. One to four comics anthology. Uh, Twenty four days to go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Good. Um, Dave Hingley at Hingley underscore Dave says, "I'm currently writing an autobiographic novel. Sexy. It, it won't be ready for ages. I would like to pitch it to a publisher like Avery Hill, but they would like some sample pages." What do you think is a good page size that I could use as a pitch or self-publish? Uh, Does he mean like a physical page size? I presume so. Yeah. I so yeah. Yeah. Well, I think well, I think you, if you're pitching a a, um, a publisher, you've got to look and go and see look what else they've done, see what kind of size books they put out. Yeah. Avery yeah, Hill has, has a variety of sizes. But yeah, yeah, it yeah. does vary. But, and also, it has to suit your. But they've also put out some auto bio stuff, haven't they? Yeah. But um, this, this, this is, this is a fascinating stuff. question yeah. in terms of like, Dave, uh, thank you for the question, Dave, um, is obviously writing this graphic novel, but there's no finished pages as such. Yeah. Okay. It's also the planning stage of when you move on to the so, next section. Then you got I, mean, I, don't even, I don't even know if, I don't even know if Avery Hill are taking submissions okay. at the moment. I know they've so got would, quite a full slate, but yeah. Would you have like several pages of sample art completed with a script and then you would have like an outlier for the entire books and this is what it's going to be about. These are the themes, etc. Well, a lot of people want to see 20 pages, don't they? Okay. Yeah. As part is, that, of it. is that 20? Is that really sort of like the standard? If it's for a graphic novel, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, no, it's not a standard. That's a silly thing to say because it's different everywhere, but I've heard anecdotally of quite a few um, graphic novel, novel publishers. If you see that sort of people who yeah. want to see a substantial run and a proof of, you know, they don't want to see five pages because a lot of people yeah. can do five pages. They want to see, and they want to see more, and they want to see that it works. And you know, so who could he approach uh, uh, besides Avery Hill in regards to doing a book like this? Any I ideas? don't know, man. I'm, uh, I don't. I mean, I no brow. I, you know, God bless Dave. I don't think you know the slate's eighteen months ahead. You know, there's no way. Um, and it, that's the problem. A lot of these people have um, quite a long eye on stuff. Mm. But if you're gonna, um, um, self-published you know what's what's a good size um what do you think is a, a good sort of book size for people and the I, in, I think let's say the uk scene let, let, let's, let's take the uk scene. yeah i mean the, the it's traditionally historically we've always always said haven't we if you're going to make a comic make it american comic book size because yeah. you can get it on the shelves because certain comic shops their shelves are built for that size yeah. but i think the world's changed the world's moved on a bit from that now mm. um i mean if you look at Finn panic and gosh and a few other places, they, their shelves are made for American comic books, but we we're seeing all, all sorts of different sizes now, aren't we? I think it has mm-hmm. to suit. The answer is it has to suit the artwork. I saw a book yesterday, which is the hot book at um, TCAF at the moment, which is a book um, by Molly Mendoza called um, Stray, and it's lovely, but it's A5, and I think Molly's artwork is so beautiful. It needs to be a bigger format. And so okay. it, dep- it depends on what you're mm-hmm. showing on each page, you know? Mm-hmm. You've got well, like that big double page spread of like a street scene and whatever it's yeah. going to be. And, you know, you, you've really thrown yourself into the detail. Then 
make it magazine size. You know, yeah, make it yeah. Blow people I mean, away, it was know? like um, Zoe Zoe Thorogood's debut novel, uh, graphic novel, was a smaller size, wasn't it? And then yeah. I think they took a learning from it and then they reprinted it bigger, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the lettering was a bit small, wasn't it? Yeah, Do you remember, yeah. I think it was the, one of the criticisms we had about it was yeah. it was a bit a bit too small to read. It's lovely, yes. it looked lovely, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember and that. once again, artwork that, needs, I mean, it's sometimes having an A5 is nice when you've got these details that can then be condensed and like, you know, it, adds, mm. it does add texture to it. But also, yeah. um, like Tony says, the art, sometimes you want it to breathe, you want it to... You need that size. Canvas, yeah. Yeah. And make it an interesting package. I mean, it's all about the um the shelf porn these days, isn't it? You know, it's yeah, you know, it's all about having it as a thing as opposed to a re- the reading experience a, obviously is number yeah, one, but yeah. having this nice package of a book. Because um, I mean you two are graphic designers, so you, you like you have yeah. a, a wank fest over this sort of thing, don't you? Yeah. But you see um, I know if I've heard you say it quite a few times, V, it's like, look at this book, how gorgeous does that look? Yeah, just yeah. as a book. I think that's important as well. Yeah, yeah. Also yeah. Um, if you're if it's a thick enough book, don't shortchange your spine. Yeah, some people just they they have the design of the book and the spines look so basic, and it, yeah. when you put, when you have it on your shelf, sometimes you've got to really search for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having um, something written is perfect bound on the spine. Yeah. I think is I think it's a must. It, yeah, I said yeah. like kind of like uh, mediocre graphic design can really fucking do don't won't do your book justice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, we was. I think we were showing an example the other day where, like, uh, the author had written something about themselves as a big long line, and then the last word of that line dropped over, and it was like an orphan underneath. And it's like that fucking sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah. You were talking it really about that yeah. You were explaining the word orphan to me the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks very, very um. On the say, subject not of designed. yeah, on the subject of autobuyer now, it's something we talked about on the Slack recently and it's also something that's just completely coincidentally come up in a couple of conversations here you know, amongst groups of people i know um, at tcaf is autobio comics now um i think zoe thorogood posted something that's right. about sarah mentioned it that's it she said something about if the reason not much happens in autobio comics is because artists just sit at their desk doing nothing now i don't particularly agree with that there's a number of conversational points i want to talk about that firstly um, so let me say them both to you. Firstly, um, if you're going to do a comic, it has to be interesting, whether it's yeah. autobiographical or not. Uh, it shouldn't be just about you doing nothing. Yeah. And I think, secondly, she's probably wrong. There's an awful lot of artists out there who have got extremely rich backstories and current lives and stuff like that that make you got um, uh, Noah Van Skyver is you know um, the, this you know some of the stuff we see out there. Bob Fingerman. Um, you know, um, even if you want to talk about crumb, you know, mm. this sort of thing, um, there's there's stuff out there that people do have interesting lives. And I find it slightly self-indulgent by people who think they'll just, just do an autobiographic, but they don't have anything to say in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Do you think there's something to be said, and it, it may sound strange, but um, when you see a biography, like a movie, um, you know, an autobiography of a famous figure from history... Mm. Um, it's all, always got that Hollywood sheen, or you know, it's o- yeah. over dramatized, and you know, and clearly things didn't necessarily happen like this, but it's certainly mm. more engaging to watch, you know, because there's certain things that are probably a two hour meeting in real life, it's just yeah. very quiet, but in this film, yeah, the, it's the, the course of the course of English yeah. history changed in this meeting, but you know, probably the first part of it was, um, and you know, there was a bit of any other, any other business at the end, you yeah, know, you yeah, don't, yeah, 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 there, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, so is that. You know, think think about that. If you're going to do an autobio comic, 
do you think that's something that maybe sometimes people should think about to rather than just went to a shop bought some lunch you know it's, yeah it's, it, it's, there's also an area of there's also an area of pseudo autobiographical stuff you know so if you look at um bob fingerman stuff it's not it's about him but he, he names the character someone else yeah so okay. he can tell yeah. about meaning and parallels and metaphors and stuff through this other life you know if you're gonna you know if you're gonna talk about i'm just trying to think off the top of my head you know it, you can represent things with other things so if you yeah. had an argument with someone it could be for example a big battle in the army you know yeah. there's, there's metaphorical parallels you know that you can pair between things and it's that imagination of yeah. stuff yeah. that it doesn't have to be oh i got up this morning i drew yeah. on my drawing board because yeah. there's you know, a difference between i think when people do this if, if it's not a diary comic and it's autobiographical and you're telling the story of your day-to-day or your life or things like that you're a character you yeah. you, you then become more than you yeah. because if you're just writing i did this i did this it's just a diary and if you like reading diaries that's, that's fair enough but you know that that's not necessarily supremely engaging all the time yeah that's right yeah but when you, you become always... a character and we have this on the you know on this podcast we essentially become a little bit of a yeah, character ourselves. Kind of have, yeah yeah people um, think we're well we are we, we kind of are but we're an exaggeration the horrible human beings that we are in a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah um but when you're a character there's also there's a certain freedom to that yeah that then that this person can be different but also when people read it they might think you're that person so just be careful about that yeah you can always do yeah, like yeah. The, the larry david approach where kind of like he's taking observations that he's kind of seen and been through and then work them yeah. into a kind of a, a comedy thing yeah yeah but, yeah uh, and i think yeah i really i really do think you you need to have something interesting i mean it sounds too simple to say out loud yeah you need to have something interesting to say in a comic to yeah. make it interesting and if you yeah. haven't got anything interesting in it don't just do an autobiographical because you think you should and i i like um zoe's stuff and i think she's you know a real up and comer you know but i think she needs to have something to say i'm going to say maybe zoe it's a bit early mm. yeah you know if you want to if you you break big and they invite you to san diego and you know, to do, you know, to talk about your big comic or, you know, you win an Eisner, I'm sure she will one day, you know, then I'd read an autobiography comic about her travels to San Diego to put, you know, and how she met yeah, Marvel yeah, editor. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. You know, maybe it's not time yet. Or maybe she's working on something that will evolve as her life evolves, you know, which I think is fine. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know. I always uh, wonder, like, if you kind of told these events to someone in the conversation, how would it go down? Like, if you told them some story about how your your childhood trauma, that might be like one conversation. We said, oh, like yesterday I went down the shops and they didn't yeah. have any of my tea bags, so I had to go down to Tesco's. And so, like, why are you telling me this? Like, this is vapid. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, and I think also, in a, in a, almost conversely, in a weird way, there's there's a poetry to our inner feelings that we don't show. So, I think if you're going to do an autobiographical, you need to dig deep. Hmm. Um, um, Jay Webster Sharp's the one we I quoted previously, you know, about this life she's got and we none of us fully i mean i don't know fully what goes on in your two guys heads, no apart from, apart from when i'm telling a joke and you make those faces but the, <laughs> the there's dig deep you got to dig deep that's why i've never tackled it because you know i've got a lot you know i'm an old man and i've done a lot of fucking bad things i don't really want to put it on paper but no. you know it's like there's there's a lot you need to really really have a poetry of expression and have that ability to dig deep and hmm. be honest and bear your soul to people when you're doing stuff. And I think 
the tweeness, I'm not saying this for Zoe at all, I'm just saying in general terms, the tweeness of autobiocomics at the moment isn't enough. It's right. not the poetry that I'd like. And I don't mean poetry literally, you know, I mean yes. the beauty that can be expressed through a comic. There's not enough people doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh God. That's well put. That's well put. What a wonderful way to finish off the Q&A. There's a couple, <laughs> couple, yeah. couple more. I love finishing you off, boys. You know yeah. that. <laughs> a couple, a couple yeah. more we didn't get to, but um, Tony needs to have his bagels and his coffee. Um, that, that, that's the way it all works. It's to do a, a few, few lines before you go in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> drugs are for mugs. Um, but before we get on uh, to recommending a couple of things, do we have any shout-outs, gents? I think I've done mine, guys. Yeah, mine was sort of part of my talk there. I do, yes. And I've got okay. my documente right here. I've clicked the wrong fucking thing. Documente. Uh, right, let me just find the Google document that I called up and I think it's somewhere else. So if you just filibuster for a second, why? Filibuster. <laughs> 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 uh, right, okay. Yes, I've got it. So we've got uh, the Legend of Mariposa Vulcan Challenge. It launches on uh, July 1st from James Lawrence. Uh, so this... The I would say is... I would I would say hold off on that, Dan. Why is that? Because I may be talking about that in a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. That's coming July first. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Scrawl issue two, the comics mag. Scrawl two, a comics magazine featuring the Scrawl Lords and special guests, comics interviews, features, and Scrawl. Uh, that's that's going to be another gloriously looking magazine. That is twenty five days ago when you hear this, it's charging towards its target. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, great. First one was an absolute fucking nice unit. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got unit. quite. They got. Yeah. They got quite a high target, haven't they? But they. Think, I'm willing. I'm willing to bet they're going to double it. Yeah, yeah Ma- I gotta say, Martin Simpson's work. Oh, it's just fucking unreal. It's just lovely. He posted that picture of his the chap, like lighting a cigarette uh, with a match, and it like the glow on his face. It's just yeah, lovely it's stuff. stuff yeah, yeah really good. they got yeah. there are quite a few names in this one as well Jordan Thomas uh, Shirley Bond David Rubin uh, Aaron Sherwood yeah Rubin's great man yeah. Yeah. they're all in there yeah. well, not, not saying the others aren't but yeah no 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 no. Yeah. and that, no, that's no, not no, no, to no, mention no. Gustavo Vargas Pete Taylor Mark Hughes Nick Prolix Martin Simpson Mark Russell Olsen oh Prolix doing comics again I must message yeah. him see what he's up to yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been keeping up with his Instagram stuff on him doing flaws and stuff like that yeah that's me I've seen that yeah yeah. yeah yeah. God I've putting in a good floor yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's me on the show. Yeah, right. Okay. Cool. So without further ado, should we recommend some stuff? Tell Guys, you what, would you mind would you mind terribly if I recommended the first one and then I disappear? I'll tell you why. I keep having to mute because the air conditioning started in here and it sounds like sounds like there's a fucking steam train in my room. Um, so I might do mine and then <laughs> Yeah, go for it. Go. go for it too. Yeah. Would that be okay? Yeah, T- totally totally cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So my my one is is a book called um Cherry, which I picked up um in um The Beguiling on Thursday on Friday morning. Uh, it's published by Kilgore Books, um uh, drawn and written by Ines Estrada, who's a Mexican female Mexican creator. It's adults only, um cardstock paper, black and white inside, and it's got a colour cover. Now it's uh, it's got that thing, it's an utter impulse buy this thing. It's got this thing, it's it's punk as fuck, this book. And it's got a photograph of some sort of grotty flats office building with, you know, car parking underneath. So it's a photograph over the cover. But what Innes has done is she's put, she's drawn the female character on top of the photograph. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't know why. It just really reminds me of um, 80s and 90s 
small press and underground for that reason. Now we've talked a lot about using photographs in the backgrounds, but this is just showing it, having it on its sleeve. And there's something about it that just makes it look like a DIY thing. You know, I, quite, I kind of quite like that. Um, and that's one of the reasons I bought it. I sort of impulse bought it because it's got the strong image. The female color character on the front looks like um, almost like an underground version of a Jamie Hewlett character, if that makes sense. She's a girl and she's got um, a sort of fishnet top on, short pink punk hair and, and a manky old yellow hoodie on. Um, little bit, little tiny bit of a manga character. Very, just very smallly. Um, and it follows this girl who calls herself Cherry and she's in her twenties and she's sitting at a desk. I think she's working in some shitty office and she gets a phone call from a doctor who tells her that she has four to six months to live. So you get the impression that this girl isn't well hinged anyway. You know, she's not completely on a level um, mentally. And she decides just on a whim, right, fuck now. I always want to go to Iceland. I'm going to go to Iceland. Yeah. So she, she, but she also then looks at her bank account and thinks about the money. So she says, how am I going to get money? So she thinks, right, I'm going to go out and do a robbery in the street. So she she goes out into the park. Right? This is where it gets a bit more punk, a bit more transgressive. And this woman runs past her, who she holds a knife to, and um, says, oh, give me your money. And the woman gets a little bit sexually excited by this moment. So starts she starts getting off with her in the park, <laughs> okay. which is quite a full-on tongue-driven image. Um, and, uh, and then afterwards, she steals her money anyway. And then it basically says, two weeks later... And there's a picture of an airplane flying over Iceland, you know. Um, and she gets an, involved in a number of strange incidents in Iceland. It's only a short indie A5 comic this year. And uh, she meets some mad woman who gives her a lift. And she ends up wanting to go to the, one of these hot springs, falls asleep at the hot springs and wakes up covered in snow and gets rescued by this man. Um, and it turns out the man used to be in a um, post-punk band in New York. And he's got these photographs of him with, you know, punks of the time and you know sex pistols and stuff um and of course what does she do she immediately has sex with him and uh innis god bless her she does a full page image of a close-up of the man's fat penis on this one page which i have to say i thought that's a bit much <laughs> like this um and it's just i won't read the ending but it's got a perfect ending and it's just like a single one off um it's it's a little nuts to be fair and it's the sort of thing that I don't want when I'm on holiday and stuff like this, when I'm going in a foreign comic shop, especially ones in the States and now Canada, it's I just want to pick one up that will just remind me a little bit of the trip. You know, it's not necessarily a series or a long read. It's just this sort of crazy thing. And I do think when I think about my first trip to The Beguiling, I'll think of this mad comic. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty good. Really enjoyed Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's my one. Cherry by Ines Estrada. If you go to, it was on the Strangers distro. So if you go to strangers.com, strangersfanzine.com, you can, uh, you, you should be able to find a copy. If not, there'll be, you, you'll be able to find the links to it. Lovely. And where can they yeah. find you and your stuff, Tony? Uh, if you go to uh, neveronanything.com. There you go. Um, there you go. Boom. Yeah. Thanks right. for that, guys. It's just, it's fucking, it's freezing in the room now. And it's like, no oh, worries, just, man. Yeah. It's just stopped again. Is it, can you hear it? No. 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 Oh, no. okay. No. Yeah, but, sorry um, about that. Yeah, bye, guys, no and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. love you guys. Take um, easy, pod, pod lawnmower. There you go. How's that? <laughs> Lovely. You can edit that in later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bye. Good. I'll text you in a bit, guys. See you later. Thanks yeah. for that. See you right. soon. Bye. Right, we'll wait until absolutely lovely to speak to Tony. Yes. Now that he's gone, how do we really feel about him, Dan? <laughs> right, cracks knuckles. Right. <laughs>
No, uh, great to see he's doing well over in Toronto. I tell you what, I've always wanted to go to Toronto. That's yeah, that's, same man. Yeah, it kind of not just for TCAF either, but um, yeah. But I think if I do ever make it over there, the Beguiling is definitely a place. Never been to Canada, and it's one of those places I would love to go to. Yeah, my wife yeah. keeps on saying we should move there. I was like, no. <laughs> Why no? Why such a strong no? I just kind of I, I think it's that whole thing of like, oh look how great Canada is, and it's like, well. You take all your problems with you, don't you? Yeah. It's not like oh, we go to this golden place where there's no problems whatsoever. It's a utopia. So well, there's going to be shit wherever you go. So next time on Positivity Corner, with yeah, Dan glance, glance into the uh, <laughs> make, make make your world around you great as it is. Don't worry. Don't try and leave for for better places. Oh, I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. Not saying that to wartime refugees. So. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shall I tell you about my recommendation? Do it. Do it, Dan. Uh, It's Limits from Hardline Comics, written Ah, by Rich Carrington and art by one of my favourite small press artists, uh, Lee Gaston. Uh, Is this this the... um, I've been seeing, like, character sort of concept and stuff, these little panels and... I think it's ready to go... Is it now on Kickstarter? Is it already funded on Kickstarter? If I bloody totally missed it. Uh, No fire and launch. It's, It's yet to go live. But uh, fortunately, because uh, I know Rich uh, quite well, he sent me a, uh, a copy to read before, and it's great. I really enjoyed it. Such a fantastic comic. Uh, essentially, I don't want to give away too much of the story, but uh, the main character, Sam Carter, he gets a gift, uh, these power bands, which gives him Superman-like powers. But after a short while of using them, he realizes they've got a, a, a power gauge on them and with no way to power them up it deals with the fact that he goes from, oh, I can use these whenever I want to the point where it's like, fuck, I've hardly got any power left in these. What am I going to do? And it's a real kind of classic uh, superhero tale, but told through kind of like a modern lensing. And it's, it's a really good read, quite uh, a bit of sweet, I would say. Uh, really well done. And Lee Gaston's art is just top notch. Yeah. I really love, love this guy's stuff. And yeah. what else has he worked on? He he's done like loads of pin up stuff. He's done some fan art for Vanguard. That's how that's what came to my attention. He did some uh fan art stuff. There's one where one of the characters, Kate, gets like a massive great big spike round through his chest and he did a pin up of him sort of saying, Hope this isn't him dying, essentially. <laughs> which is <laughs> which is always a possibility. But uh it's yeah, it's kind of a great title. I can't really. I don't want to talk about it too much in case I spoil the spoil the, the sort of the the uh, experience of reading the comic for yourself. But it's kind of got like a load of golden age sort of tropes in it. But kind of yeah, with this this nice, really well done twist delivered as you yeah. go through. Awesome. So uh, yeah, lovely clean artwork by uh, Gaston. Uh, go check it out. Go go sign up for it. I have to put the the link in the show notes for where to go for that nice well i've um got one main one well two sort of mini ones really and both of them are wrestling based yes hooray definitely need to do a wrestling episode of this um show very soon um um, yes the first one as dan mentioned before the legend of la mariposa vulcan's challenge by james lawrence the mighty james lawrence who um after I think there was a little break um, from La Mariposa, 
and uh, we spoke to him way back in the day about the book he's just been churning out like sort of new content for it and it just absolutely smashing out of the park with these graphic novels that he's launching mm. on on kickstarter um and this one is a basically it's a follow-up to um oh what's the name of the one before shame on me i can't remember that because you you got that book as well didn't you down there i did yeah uh the climb and other stories Yes. As James says in the introduction, um, it was produced with two objectives in mind, resolving a plot thread from the climb and other stories, and actually having a conventional wrestling match, sort of, in a standard ring, sort of. Um, Because the thing about uh, a lot of wrestling comics, especially with La Mariposa as well, it's a character that straddles that uh, grappling, but over-the-top magic and uh, crazy, over like, almost animate, it's like a total sort of animation show speed lines and just over the top action which is part of the joy of it and the beauty of it and uh, not many people can do the actual wrestling moves in a comic like James can I think partly because the wonderful character design and the sort of cartoony nature of their style it makes the moves look like they hurt even more gotcha. that makes sense. Do you know what I mean it's, it's yeah. sort of, it has a sort of street fighter energy to it as well if that makes sense. Uh, but the story of this one, one prize, 15 luchadors, summoned to save an old friend from himself. La Mariposa finds herself caught up in a contest of champions contained in the crumbling confines of a collapsed coliseum. Will our purple powerhouse triumph over the odds? Can her friendship survive the challenge? What secrets lie behind the mask of Vulcan? Um, and this is a Battle Royale comic. Uh, the classic... Loads of wrestlers get into the ring and they're all knocked out over the top rope one by one. But it's not your standard sort of uh, ring because, like I say, this is in a coliseum. Uh, Vulcan himself looks like a like a Trojan warrior from hell. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's loads of classic sort of um, characters, uh, sort of like cartoonish wrestling characters, some who are from the previous books. There is also one from um got make sure I get this right from Josh Hicks's Glorious Wrestling Alliance there is a guest star from another wrestling book oh that's awesome that there's a couple of this. wrestling comics aren't there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Glorious Wrestling Alliance is is another one of the the, the classic one uh and his main character Great Carp um who is a sort of luchador that has looks like he's got a fish for a head is in this book um, so I won't spoil to see how well they do um, in the in the battle royale, but it's well worth your time. I, for me, La Mariposa is one of one of the best uh, individual characters on the independent sort of comic scene, certainly in in the UK. It's an absolutely phenomenal sort of character that you, that you can follow. I mean, she is absolutely rife for fan art as well. And there's um we were very fortunate enough to get a review copy of this. The like I said the Kickstarter's going beginning of July, isn't it, Dan? I think it's kicking off you you said. Yes. Yeah. Um uh sorry, so I absolutely blasted through it. It's about 64 pages the book is going to be. Um back it, get it. I'm actually going to um back the physical copy because I've got a little collection of the Mariposa now. So uh yeah. Could be good. No. Um, yeah, my my boy loves him. Yeah. It's, so it's it, so it's it's great. It's it's an all ages book as well, isn't it? Really. It's definitely. Sort of, yeah. It's definitely a lot of fun. Um, I can. It's almost like you're reading a cartoon. You know yeah. I mean? If you kind of your kid loves the phoenix stuff like that, you're yeah. absolutely being your element here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, wonderful kinetic energy for that. Um, so sign up to be notified of that. I don't know whether James will have um, copies of the older books available. You may have some books available, and sometimes with Kickstarters, they can you can double up and buy some other books as well. So if you haven't got any of this series, now is the time uh, to get on it. Um, and I just wanted to give a small shout out. I've just started reading, but I know it's going to break my heart and probably some bones at the same time because um, this week was the release of Do a Power Bomb from Mr. Daniel, Aye, nice, Daniel, yeah. Daniel Warren Johnson uh, doing a comic book that may be one of the closest things to his heart because he is a massive wrestling fan. A massive wrestling fan. Um, so definitely going to try and get him the back on the cover show. and the coloring by Mike Spicer on that is fucking yeah. great. Yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson, Mike Spicer on colors, Russ Wooten on letters, and there's a variant cover cover by James Harron. Um, if you see this um, on your um, sort of rounds, get hold of it because uh, just the whole thing is going to be brilliant and heartbreaking, but amazing and kinetic and full of action and a proper wrestling comic. I think, which his artwork's just properly made for. So um, I'll probably talk a bit more about that as it goes on, but I think that's actually a series that is it's another one of those, ah, oh, finally a series I can subscribe to. Yeah, you've got to do that. I don't have a regular series at the moment. I don't know about you. No, I don't. I'm, I pretty much get everything uh, trades now. I kind yeah. of I like dip in, get the first issue, go, oh, yeah, like this, and then yeah. I'll just wait till the trade comes out and yeah. get it like that. And because of the... Um, the nonsense with um, dig- purchasing digital comics for the most part. I actually, I actually got this from the Amazon store slash Comicsology just because I wanted to read it. Fair enough. Um, and it certainly I just don't go on that certain, anymore. You, no, me neither. Me neither. I just remembered it was out because he he tweeted about it, and I desperately wanted to read it. That's why I bought it. Um, and I will continue to buy it by this medium because it it wasn't. Um, I didn't see it openly on on the shelves when I was there. You know, in UK Fair stores, enough. there may not be many copies of it. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. I had to do a search for it because it wasn't. Oh, here's us. Here's the highlighted new releases. It's not really though. It's just ones that tie into your algorithm, isn't it? That's, that's yeah, that's what's annoying. That they they yeah. fuck that up. Yeah. So, um, but do a power bomb. Seek it out if you like. If you like wrestling, you need it. If you like uh, brilliant art, you need it. And if you like DWJ, Daniel Warren, and if you like mm. Daniel Warren Johnson, well, you're just a you're just a normal human being with good taste. Who doesn't? Yeah, man, yeah. that fucking guy's great. Yeah. Um, and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, we were recording a little bit early, so me and Dan are gonna go off, and we we have lovely plowmans in the sun, aren't we, Dan? We're just gonna sit down, have a romantic picnic together. And, That'd be amazing. Yeah, and it's not that it. sunny where I am. No, I've got to say, the sun was out and it's gone in a bit now. I've no problem with that. I've fucking had enough. I've had. I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> Turn I, it in. I, like we, like yesterday, we went out and I was like, "Oh, glorious rain!" Oh, glorious. I mean, back rain. to weather chat. The fucking we had like the the loudest thunderstrike I've ever heard in my entire life last really? night. Yeah. Really? You thought the you thought the gods had finally come back? There's like a rumbling for about ten seconds, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then yeah, yeah, bang. <laughs> Normally, yeah, now it's my Saturday night. <laughs> I tell you what, that last bit of dialogue is a one-page comic in itself. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Next week, it's going to be me and Dan. 
who knows we may rope in someone else and we'll have a um an extra little interview for you as well um and uh yeah perhaps don't forget the uh, drinking draw this friday yes the drinking Uh, draw gonna be coming live from the heroes con well, Tony, they'll turn up for a bit and then they'll probably lose their signal and then it'll disappear. Yeah. Um, Worth but, it. But definitely join in just to be around some uh, lovely people as well. There's also yeah. people that are drinking drawers. So please join us. And uh, yeah, if there's anything you want us to talk about or perhaps we've said something you thought, oh, that would be a great way to market your comic, um, get in touch with us because we want to talk about it. We want to get the word out about things. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com Follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod. We'll be retweeting, shouting about things, occasionally putting out a post sort of saying for audience interaction. So stay tuned. Just stay tuned to the Twitter for that. It's the only reason you should go on social media is to follow our accounts. Uh, if, if you do Facebook, go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast. There's the community group Awesome Comics Talk, which is full of wonderful people, as is the Awesome Comics Podcast Slack group which has loads of different channels and topics and discussions. Um, we are forever grateful and thankful to the wonderful community um, that has sprung up with this show and lots of nice people just connecting with each other and just wanting to talk yes. about comics and spread positivity because that's what we need more of in this world. Thank you very much for listening to us, whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and leave a review. Helps get the word out about the show and the amazing stuff we talk about every week. And uh, usually, sometimes we bully each other as well. We're on places like uh, <laughs> Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife. What other networks are we on, Dan? Uh, Tony said one. We I know he said in. one, but what one do you think? Uh, God, I don't know. I'm f- the God Network. Pod, pod, pod weather chat. Pod weather chat. That's poor. That is, come on, Dad. Got to be on it. Improv, yeah. my man. Improv. Yeah. <laughs> um, but where where can people find you online, etc.? You can find me on Twitter at Vanguard Comic, and you can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. And you can also support me on the Patreon uh, at Vanguard Comic. Dan, I don't... I know I, over the past like a uh, few weeks and months you'll be like oh it's really kicking you know it's going to be kicking off soon it's going to be doing this that and the other yeah I get so yours is one of the only comics I'm truly terrified of what's going to ha- I don't know what's going to happen from page to page That's, I mean it's thrilling but also oh man this this one you're, this, you're, this, you're brutal man <laughs> there's an ending coming up that the, the, the ending of this issue there's seeds I've been planting all the way through the comic uh, that it's going to be revealed and some readers might have thought yeah i kind of thought that might be the case but actually it's two big things yeah so stay stay tuned can't wait to see reader reaction blimey do you normally get a like strong reader reaction like when something yeah you get messages people sort of send send me stuff and sort of say wow didn't see that yeah you you get a weird hit because you get the, the comic and then when i release it in print you also get it again Oh, I suppose yeah, you get that sort of hit, and I, but when you release it in print, it must be a oh yeah, I did that, didn't I? Yeah, it? it's all the time because you're because you're putting out so much content. You, there must be moments where you forget that the content you've done. Yeah, I've kind of like written notes for stuff that's coming up. I yeah. go, did it? Oh fuck me, I did that, and then you yeah. look back for it. Oh shit, because yeah, you're constantly that moving forward, aren't you? You just you yeah. just have to keep going. Um, and even though your work is built on the back of the things you've done before, you won't always necessarily remember all of those little details because you're concentrating on the. Next oh, not details. at all. Yeah, I fucking did a lot of. It's got that Max character in this, 
and I drew. A I hate that prick. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be. Hey, but I, like, yeah, I haven't I done him with his good. eyepiece on. Yeah, and he's like he's had his eye gouged out, so he's got that thing on. But I didn't draw that in, so I had to go back and redo that. It's just because I hadn't drawn him in like half yeah. a year. Yeah, bloody. It's hell. easy to forget those little details. Yeah, yeah, but it's awesome though. Yeah. Van Gogh oh, comic you. Vince. Um, you can follow me on social media at Jester Diablo. Um, thank you as always for listening. Um, wherever you are in the world, we hope you're happy, healthy. Tony loves you very much. He loves yes. you so much. He actually said said to us um, before we started. Recording, I love the readers, put, listeners put, so much. Please, please tell them all how much I love them. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can't do it justice because it was so poetic, Dan. We actually cried. such an emphatic plea, from I Tony. Just, yeah. I I cried. I, yeah, I, I yeah. It was um, not in my throat. It was kind of. It was what. <laughs> It was it was a very emotional time. So Tony, I hope we did your emotional plea justice. Um, <laughs> uh, and my, me and Dan, we love you very much as well. Uh, he's probably tucking into. I was going to say Canadian bacon, but he's a vegetarian, so Tony yeah. wouldn't be doing that. No, I I had vegan ham for the first time the other day. Okay, what do you think? Just tasted like smoke, and it looked like clay. <laughs> um, big shout out to all you vegans out there. I hope you're doing all right. Uh, I've got a lot of friends who are vegan, actually. Anyway, th- thank you very much friends, for listening. Yeah. yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you have a brilliant week. Read loads of comics, make loads of comics. And uh, what should they do, Dan? Stay awesome. There you go. I don't have to worry about the, the sounds marrying up because you just absolutely yeah. nailed it. Bye, yeah, everyone. Smashed it. See you later. <laughs> smashed it. Just went and smashed it. Yeah. <laughs>